Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. The Adventures of Tintin by Hergé, dramatized by Simon Eastwood. Five, The Red Sea Sharks, Part One. To the editor from Tintin, famous boy reporter. Subject, arms smuggling. With Bordurius' quest for world supremacy now put to rest, life at home was gradually returning to normal. Professor Calculus's inventions were of the small and harmless variety. Rest and recreation were the order of the day, but knowing our record, could danger and intrigue be far away? Marvellous film, eh, Captain? So, so. Chap who played the lead was quite a good actor. He looked like General Alcazar, don't you think? Possibly. Not mad. I mean, if you want my opinion, the end was too improbable. I mean, the old uncle hasn't seen his nephew for 20 years. He starts thinking about him. The door opens and, hey, presto, who's there? The nephew. Preposterous. Stranger things have happened, Captain. Yeah, on Jupiter. Take your General Alcazar. He's completely vanished from our lives. Well, are you seriously asking me to believe that if I think about that revolutionary maniac, he'll pop up like a jack-in-a-box? Just like that, bingo. Captain, watch out! Here you, misguided missile, you. Can't you look where you're... Where you're... It's General Alcazar. Oh, well, I, it's extraordinary. Uh, the captain and I were just this minute talking about you. Uh, okay, of me. Yes, of you, weren't we, Captain? Vaguely. And then up you popped, like a jack-in-the-box. Don't rub it in, boy. It's incredible. But tell me, General, what are you doing nowadays? Throwing knives or overthrowing governments, or both? Uh, me, uh, well, see, I, I travel, but uh, por favor, excuse me, please. Mucho hurry. Already late for appointment. I go now. Oh, what a pity. Uh, at all events, here's my address. Where can we find you, General? <laughs> now I go. <laughs> Adios, amigo. Oh, but General... Oh. Blistering barnacles. <laughs> he was in a chatty mood, wasn't he? Your Alka-Seltzer. Yes, very. Oh, well. Oh, look, he, he, he's dropped his wallet. Oh. General... Yeah, yes? Oh, not me. Oh, Where's he gone? What can we do to return it to the idiot? Oh, perhaps there's a clue in it. Oh, that's good thinking. And then we'd better sit down, examine it. Right, old Captain. Yes, I think you'll find the light is much better in that, uh, in that bar over the road. Can I get you anything, gentlemen? Bring us, uh, uh, let me see now. Uh, Two glasses of ginger beer. Thank you, sir. What the ginger Always best to keep a clear head, Captain. Now then, let's see what's inside here. Oh, yeah. Yippee, ginger beer. Let's. Our notes, French and Belgian money, a hotel bill, four-leaf clover, lottery ticket from Santhi... Oh, in fact, nothing to give us a lead. Why didn't I just ask for a whiskey? My mind went completely blank. Well, in this envelope, photos of aircraft. Queer, isn't it, Captain? Not as queer as ordering ginger beer. Aha. Now, this time I think we're on to something. Dear sir, please telephone the above number between 10am and 12pm. Ask for Mr. Debrett. Regards, JDMC. I don't suppose there's anything so straightforward in it as an address. Uh, no such luck. But I'll go and ring up the number on the off chance. You never know. Yes, you do that. Meanwhile, I'll wait with bated breath for my ginger beer. Hello, is that Mr. Debrett? Who wants to know? Oh, uh, I'm a friend of General Alcazar. I've never heard of him. 
am. Uh, well, you see, sir, I found his wallet. And I, I tell you, sir, I am not, Mr. Debrett. I don't know you, General Alambra, and I'm not interested in your story. Goodbye. Well, there's politeness for you. Now, waiter, get me a sailor's drink. This is for landlubbers. Bilgewater, sir? Whiskey, man, whiskey. Very well, sir. Well, that's that. Yeah, how'd you get on? Oh, they don't seem to have heard of him at that number. Oh. It's too bad. We'd better be getting home to Marlin Spike. Uh, your sailor's drink, sir. Whiskey? Uh, yeah, I'm, <coughs> I was trying to sober up. The ginger beer was starting to go to my head. <laughs> well, you might have let me finish it. Oh, I wasn't stopping you, Captain. How odd. The front door's open. Blistering barnacles. What's Snowy wearing? Oh, good heavens, my poor Snowy. Who's done this to you? He tied this hat onto my head and he tied this sheet onto my back and called me Superdog. I'm going inside to get to the bottom of this. On the other side of this door, someone's going to get it in the neck. No! Billions of blue blistering barnacles the thundering son of a seagull going to put the bucket over the door. First door, last door. Are you all right, Captain? Does it look like it? Someone get this thundering bucket off my head. It's still here, Tintin, and he'll strike again. I know it. Oh, the lights have gone out. Oh, really? I wouldn't know. Nesta, where are you? Silence! Or I'll shoot you! What? Thundering title. Someone's put a gun in my back. It's if I can smell it. What do you want with us, whoever you are? I want, I want, sweets and, and cakes and hot dogs. What? You called, sir. Oh, the lights are out. Nestor, Nestor, is that you? One moment, sir. Oh, and then the oh. For that, Nestor, you will die. Oh, mercy. Abdullah. Abdullah. Yes, Abdullah. Fire. No, blistering particles, there's Nestor being shot. No, Captain, it was a pop gun. Thundering typhoons, sir. What are we waiting for, Nestor? Get this bucket out of my head. Yes, sir, immediately, sir. Oh, yeah. uh. Oh, that's better. Not for us, it is, isn't it? Again, blistering barnacles. Put the bucket on your head again. Oh, <laughs> young ruffian, I thought we got rid of you in the land of black gold. Just tell me, what are you doing in my house? Oh, no. Halt thou. Watch not the son of my master. Hungry typhoon, who are you? Me, Hasim, servant of his highness, Prince Abdullah, and I bring you message from my master. Waiter, blistering barnacles, I have brought something for you as well. Right, right, right. Most esteemed and well-beloved friend, I entrust to you, my son Abdullah, to improve his English. Here, the situation is serious. Should any misfortune before me, I count on you to care for Abdullah, Emir Ben Khalish Azab. Mm. <laughs> Tell me, Hasim, what does the Emir mean, the situation is serious? This I do not know. Well, one thing's clear. We've got Abdullah on our hands. That's serious enough. Here, blistering barnacles, a present for you from me. Oh, <laughs> a bottle of whiskey. This is what I need. Mean. Ten, I take everything back. One judges too quickly. It's a lesson for us all to learn. <laughs> Thundering typhoons, cold tea. <laughs> <laughs> Morning. And how are you bearing up, little Snowy? Who's a lovely doggy then? Who's a lovely boy? Still in a state of shock? Get off. Anyone who think I was a terror-stricken chihuahua? Thompson and Thompson phoned. They want to talk to you about General Alcazar. They're on their way round. General Alcazar? That's odd. Yes, I'm talking about things. Where's Abdullah this morning? <laughs> Did someone mention Abdullah? <laughs> 
Establishment barnacles. I can hear you coming Get him away from me. <laughs> it's calculus. <laughs> Oh, he's going to fall with a chair! Oh, here, thank you, Tintin. I'm still a little rusty. You old goat, you. Do you often feel impelled to come to breakfast on roller skates? Very well, thanks. And you? Now, admit it. You are puzzled to see me come in like that. Yes? Yes? You find it odd? Yes. You do? Yes. You're... Don't deny it. Well, I can't tell you anything more at present, but quite soon you'll see the reason for it. That I doubt very much. <laughs> Thompson's already. You think so? Ah, up we get. Now for some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Thundering, nit-witted numbskull. I completely forgot I was on roller skates. You called, sir? Yes. Who was that who knocked at the door, Nestor? I found no one the first time, sir, but the second time I saw Abdullah running away. I <laughs> bet that's him, but he won't get away with it this time. Nestor, go and fetch the hosepipe. As you wish, sir. Now, Nestor, as soon as he rings... Open the door and... We'll have a good laugh, eh, Nestor? Right you are, sir. That's it. Quick. Open up, Nestor. Right you are, sir. Please! You said to me. Hey! Thompson and Thompson. Gentlemen, no, I'm dreadfully sorry. You see, it was Abdallah's fault. What I mean to say is... Yes, we know, Captain. We're not wet behind the ears. To be precise, we haven't got wet ears. You have now. Thompson and Thompson. Now, you've got the towels that Nestor gave you. Good. I'll uh, leave you to it, then. <laughs> well, gentlemen, how are you? A little wash, I'm afraid. To be precise, we're having a wash. Yes, I can see that. Uh, do sit down. I, I believe you wanted to talk to me. Indeed. Oh, hello, Snowy. You're looking a bit peaky. <laughs> to be precise, a bit peaky. Knees. <laughs> <laughs> a bit peaky. Knees. <laughs> you can talk about squibs. <laughs> right, right. Well, here's the position. Interpol have asked us to keep an eye on a man called Dawson and to collect all the information we can about his activities and also about the people he meets. It so happens that you know one of them, General Alcazar. What can you tell me? And me? Us. About him. Well, very little, as a matter of fact. I knew him when he was president of the Republic of San Theodorus and I met him later when he'd been deposed by his rival General Tapioca and fled from his country. He'd become a knife-thrower on the music hall circuit. Uh, that's all. All? Really? And what did he say to you when you met him last night? Oh. Uh -huh. That surprised you, eh? Indeed it did. You forget, my friend. In our job, there's nothing we don't know. To be precise, we know nothing. <laughs> that's more like it. Well, it's true that we met him last night. I, I was going to tell you. He, he said he was travelling. He was in a hurry. And uh, he was staying at the hotel... Uh, the hotel... Excelsior, yes, we knew. Ah, uh, well, that's the lot. He didn't say anything else. But what have you got against him? What do you suspect? 
My dear fellow, if you imagine we'll tell you we're smuggling aircraft, you're very much mistaken. Mum's the word. Well That's our said. motto. To be precise, dumb's the word. That's our motto. The general may have come to Europe to buy up old aircraft, but you won't learn that from us. Now we must be going. Indeed, we must. Your hats and sticks, gentlemen. Ah, oh, good man, Nestor. Thank you. Yes, good man, Nestor. Oh, let's get rid of these turnips oh. as soon as possible. What a peculiar thing. My hat has shrunk. How strange. With me, it's the opposite. I've got a swollen head. Oh, I see. We've got muddled up. You have my hat, right. and I'll have yours. Thank you. Thank you. In short, we were contrarywise. Oh. But it still isn't right. Nor is mine. Uh, may I look inside your hats? You can bet Abdullah's at the bottom of this. But surely he's too big. Oh, sometimes I think it's time to go back to my own kind. There, I thought as much. It's an old joke. Newspapers folded up and slipped into the lining. Ah, I see you had your little chat then. Yes, yes, we are just off now, Captain. Don't worry, I put the hose away. No, 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 we're in a rush, must, Dad. To be precise, we've got a rash. Goodbye. 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 Well, what did our Siamese twins want? Great snakes. Just read the advert I found in this newspaper. For sale, aircraft, tanks, submarines, except further particulars from JDMC, box number 5083. Extraordinary. No, no, look at the initials. What? J.D., M.C., J.D., M.C., thundering typhoons, Alcazar's wallet, the signature on that letter. Precisely. No doubt about it. The general's here to buy armaments. Ah, but that's no reason not to return his wallet. And have a good nose around the hotel while you're about it. And since Thompson and Thompson have kindly told us that he's staying at the Hotel Excelsior... I'll come with you. Me too. I'm not letting Abdullah turn me into a super dog again. <laughs> Hotel Excelsior, we sped and entered the lounge. There was General Alcazar in deep conversation with someone I recognized, Dawson. I met him during the Blue Lotus affair. He was the police chief in the international settlement in Shanghai. What that? They're lurking behind their newspapers. The Thompson twins, blistering barnacles. This is too fishy for my liking. Had you call yourself a sailor? Finally, Dawson got up to leave. I told the captain to wait till Alcazar was alone and to return him his wallet. Meanwhile, keeping a safe distance, I followed Dawson to a nearby phone. Hello, Jim. <coughs> Dawson. <coughs> it's in the bag. Twelve mosquitoes for Alcazar. <coughs> to help him chuck out his rival, General Tapioca. <coughs> Suits us. Let them fight. So long as we can unload our junk onto them, who cares? What about the sheik and his rebels, eh? Kemet's been taken and the emir's in hiding thanks to us. Mr. Big certainly knows how to use those mosquitoes. We sold him. All right, Jim. See you later. I rushed back to Marlinspike and told the captain what I had just discovered. We had to get the first plane to Hemed. What? Hemed? In the middle of a revolution? You're crazy. What would we do that? First, Captain, we might try to rescue the Emir. <laughs> and second, Dawson's the man smuggling aircraft to shake Babel Air and his rebels. We've got to stop him and find out what set the revolution off in the first place. Yes, while you're about it, why don't you try solving the Third World Crisis? No, thanks, Tinti. Not for me. You go if you like. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> Smoke my pipe. <laughs> I'd rather put up with Abdullah and his pranks and be caught in the crossfire. Yeah! All right, I'm coming. Thank you.
Hello. Hello, Mr. Dawson. It's General Alcazar. How are you? Very well, senor. I have my wallet back. Captain Haddock, whom I met yesterday with one of my friends, Tintin. Did you say Tintin? Si, Tintin. Well, this captain... So, it was Tintin who telephoned me last night. Do you know him? <sighs> Do I know him? What's that you say? Uh, nothing, General Alcazar. I'm so pleased about your wallet. Muchas gracias. So, I will meet you. Yes, General, as planned. Goodbye. Tintin. So he's the one sticking his nose into my business. I'll soon take care of him. There it is. The plane from Beirut has landed. Now, you understand your orders. If they are aboard, you put this briefcase in the baggage compartment. I understand. Well, there's no airport to speak of here, eh, Captain? Just an airstrip and a shack. I'm not sorry to have landed. Oh, these old planes, you can never feel safe. A plane? More like a cabbage crate with two benches facing each other. I say, have you noticed? Armed men all over the place. Yeah, mind you, that mountain scenery we flew over was beautiful. I'll give you that. Passports, please, gentlemen. Oh, here you are. I won't be sorry to get to a hotel. That is, if there is one round here. I'm sorry, gentlemen. You have no permit to stay in Hremet. What? You must reboard the plane and return to Beirut. Ah, oh, blistering barnacles. What sort of yarn is that? Surely you must be mistaken. Here are your passports. You will be conducted to the aircraft. No, thundering typhoons. You're not getting away with this. Our passports are perfectly in order. You have no right. Suit. No, uh, Fahad. What? Escort these gentlemen immediately. Use force if necessary. Oh, it's times it's like this where I wish I really was. Come. Super dog! Well, there's Would nothing I... we can do, Captain. A pleasant flight, gentlemen. I hope you will get to know the mountains intimately. Roger, control. Our ETA is in approximately two hours. Another eternity of this lying coffin and a bumpy trip into the bargain. Rattle about like a dice in a box. I just wonder what sort of trouble will drop on us next. Oh, thundering typhoons! Your suitcase by the looks of things. Oh, yeah, very funny. Have you seen Snowy? Oh, there he is down there by the baggage compartment. Snowy, stop that! Couldn't you have done that before we bought it, dirty doggy? Snowy! Oh, golly, something's ticking there. I can smell trouble. I must warn Tintin. Snowy, that's the baggage compartment. Now do as you're told and come here. I'm just wondering who warned the authorities at Modesta of our arrival and who permitted them to deport us. Perhaps it's something to do with your friend, Alcazar. Oh, he's too busy with his own revolution. Snowy, what's the matter with you? Be quiet. It looks like your dog's having a revolution of his own. Tintin, this is an emergency. Snowy, you're embarrassing me. Now, once and for all, get out of my plus fours. There'll be minus fours if you don't hurry. This is barnacles. The bus gone mad. If you don't stop that immediately, I'll lock you in the baggage compartment. Oh, great. What are we waiting for? Snowy, heal. Heal what? I'm not a doctor. Shit. He's having one of his three hours. He's gone out of control. What is the tower? What is the tower? This is the pilot of Kila Hotel Oscar Zulu Delta. This is an emergency. We have a mad dog. Get down, you stupid beast. An Englishman on board. I can no longer control the plane. We're to make emergency landing on the beach. Permission sword. I repeat, permission sword. Snowy. Hold tight, everyone. We could be in for 
Now look what you've done, Snowy. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Is there a dog psychologist aboard? I'm terribly sorry, gentlemen, but we're going to have to leave you here. What? The other passengers refuse to reboard the plane while your dog remains in this state. Leave us here, blistering barnacles. It's the edge of the desert. What are we supposed to do? Wave down the next camel that passes? Well, Desda's only 30 miles away. I'll arrange a rescue party to... Great snakes, the plane! Thundering typhoon! No one ever takes me seriously. I don't understand it. My plane, I don't get it! I do. Snowy? What? You're a hero. Oh, oh Snowy. Dear, now Tintin's having one of his funny half hours. The baggage compartment, Captain. Remember, he was trying to warn us. There must have been a bomb in the baggage compartment. What? Somebody understands me. Time bomb? Yes, and I ignored him. Oh, Snowy, forgive me. Coax me. Think about it. So if Snowy hadn't flipped his lid, do you mind? All our lids would have been flipped. Snowy was truly the hero of the hour, and with the aid of the captain's secret supply, we celebrated accordingly. Cheers. As the passengers decided to head en masse to Wadesda, we realised that such a conspicuous return would only lead once again to our expulsion. So, duly fortified... Cheers. We gave the official party the slip and set out on our own for the city through the cold desert night. How much is that dog? Cheers. As dawn broke, we sighted Wadesda on the horizon just as the captain was falling asleep on his feet. Minutes later, we entered the city for a small side entrance and approached the house of my old friend, Senor Oliveira, whom I'd first met when solving the mystery of the cigars of the pharaoh. Unfortunately, there was no mystery surrounding the captain. He was still running on a full tank. Do be quiet, captain. Senor Oliveira! Senor Oliveira! Yes, it'll be hysterical. Open the door, Senor Oliveira. It's Tintin. Please open up. Tintin? Look at this wall. A poster. It says reward. Blah, 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 blah. A Tintin and Hanuk. Thundering typhoons. We won something, Tintin. Tintin, come in. Quickly, quickly. Hello, sir. Oh, thank you, Senor Oliveira. What are you doing here? Don't you know there's a price on your head? I know. I've just seen the poster. Yeah, we better get down to the police station and collect our reward. I think the captain should change to unleash. This is incredible, Tintin. Oh, Fantastic. Yes. I can't believe it. Please, sit down. Thank you. You must be hungry. Or rather... Thirsty, too? Yeah, what? Oh, yes. Drop of wine, be nice. Oh, do stick a cork in it, Haddock. <laughs> now, then. Oh, no, 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 thank you. Thank oh, you. not at all. Now, tell me what you're doing in Kemet. Well, Senor Oliveira, it's like this. And then we decided to set out for Wadesta on foot and come to you. It was wise of you. Now, I'll bring you up to date on the situation in Kemet. A few weeks ago... Oh, oh, station! Oh, great snakes! What is it, Captain? I was dreaming. Nightmare. Pirates. Yes, well... No, I'll light up. I'll light up. That'll help me 
<coughs> stay awake. Good uh, idea. Bianca yeah. Castafiore couldn't keep you awake, Captain. Where was I? Oh, yes. A few weeks ago, it seems the trouble blew up between Arabelle and the Emir. Arabelle? Yes, go on. The situation began to deteriorate. As if by chance, trouble flared up all over the country, and Sheikh Babelair mustered the rebels together. He was supported by a powerful air force, which, so to speak, came out of the blue. The rebels marched on Vadejda and seized power. Well, it all puzzles me, Signor Oliveira. The rebel forces are not skilled pilots, so... Somewhere between Dawson, who supplied the planes, and Babelair, who used them, there must be a middle man. Someone with the means and the right manpower to have pulled this thing off. Mm. And, and what's more, I'd like to know what sparked off the dispute between the Emir and Arab Air in the first place. I've no idea at all. Oh, well, we'll go into that later. The most urgent thing to do is to help the Emir. What's become of him? Hmm, burning. The Emir had to flee. He took refuge in the Jebel with Patrash Pasha, whose fierce tribesmen remained loyal. Yeah. Oh. Wait, snakes, the captain's beard's on fire. Quick, uh, the soda fountain. What happened? Your pipe, Captain. It set fire to your beard. Come, it's time for sleep. This afternoon we will find some way for you to leave the city and join the Emir. That afternoon, the captain and I, dressed as Arab women, and Snowy, hidden inside an urn on top of the captain's head, made our way out of the city to an old well, where a guide was to meet us. Blistering barnacles, a shawl over my face and a jug on my head. I feel ridiculous. Frankly, I think it's an improvement. Shh, Snowy. Oh, now where's our guide got to? Oliveira was quite definite that he'd be here by now. Typhoon, someone's coming. What shall we do? Uh, oh, just giggle bashfully, Captain. <laughs> At the top of your range. Ah, blistering barnacles. Why can't you talk English like everyone else? You fancy dressed Fatima. What do you want anyway? <laughs> oh, no. She'll raise the alarm, that's for sure. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just couldn't resist. I lost your my... head, I know. So do I. I felt it. That must be our guide. Yeah, look, behind that rock. Oh, hooray. Hurry, we haven't much time. The second Sheikh Babalera has been alerted. He'll do anything to cut us down. Hello, Colonel Ahmed. This is Mul Pasha at Sheikh Babalera's headquarters. Order your mosquitoes to take off immediately. Their mission, to wipe out a party of three horsemen who have left Wadizda, heading for the Jebel. You understand? They are partisans of the Emir. Armored cars are already in pursuit. Yes, wipe them out. Oh, blistering barnacles. I never did get the hang of riding these thundering animals. Why does the old steady? It might have something to do with the fact that you're clutching his ears and not his reins, Captain. Oh. <laughs> Black Panther calling base. Black Panther calling base. Over. Hello, Black Panther. This is base. Go ahead, over. I have them in my sights. Roger. This is going to be like swatting flies. Over and out. Oh, mosquitoes. Never fear, lad. I've got some spray. Captain! Time for cover! 
Black Panther calling base. Black Panther calling base, over. Hello, this is base Black Panther, go ahead, over. Mission accomplished, enemy wiped out. Roger, Black Panther, message received, return to base, over. Roger, out. Red Sea Sharks, Part 1, starred Richard Pierce as Tintin, Andrew Sachs as Snowy, Lionel Jeffries as Captain Haddock, Stephen Moore as Professor Calculus, and Charles Kay as the Thompson Twins, with Stephen Thorne as Nestor, Nigel Carrington as Dawson, Akim Mogaji as the hotel receptionist, and Cyril Jenkins as Abdullah. Other parts were played by members of the cast. The Adventures of Tintin by Hergé are dramatised by Simon Eastwood, the music is by Roger Lim, and the programme produced by John York. Tune in next week, same network, same time. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.